I love cars. I'm not selling cars. <laughs> I love watches. I'm not selling watches, right? Like, right. You know, like yeah, I didn't I did. happen to love real estate. I didn't yeah. wake up and say, I love residential homes. Yeah. I fell into a business. I'm good at sales. You love that. And it worked. Exactly. So you're a people, yeah. you're, problem so, so you're a people person. Exactly. And I so, love it. And, and uh, so you, you're, you're, you're um, willing to get outside of your comfort zone. Welcome to Real Estate Success Partner. We're your hosts, Devin Dubuque. David Wynn. And we're here to talk about how to have great success in any market. Uh, today, guys, uh, we've got two great guests. We've got returning guests, Clint Ritchie. And Clint, brother, you brought somebody pretty awesome over here with you, man. I'm going to let you do the walk-up. Who do we have today? Thanks, Devin. Hey, so I... Uh... I, I ran across a, a true uh, all-star in our industry, a gentleman by the name of Alex Perry with Allie Beth Elman. Um, and so he's been a top producer, uh, mega top producer yeah. over the years. Yeah. And so I, I wanted to have him. Now, he'll say I've been chasing him around for, what, six, seven months now, Alex? <laughs> a little bit tired, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just wouldn't let, I wouldn't let it go. So, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't let it go. Like so a I, dog on a bone. Yeah, so, My man, man, I appreciate you. We finally got to connect and have, uh, have you stop by, man. So thanks for... Uh, Join us. I appreciate you. Thank you for yeah. having me. And we know you're limited on time today, brother, so we'll keep this one quick. But, uh, you know, we talked a little bit before we jumped on here. Uh, talk about where you got into the industry, uh, you know, how where you're native to, and just give us a little uh, insight as to, to how you got here, brother. For sure, for sure. I, um, I grew up in Los Angeles. Uh, my dad was in real estate residential in L.A. Uh, in the 90s, um, late 80s, 90s, 2000s. So I kind of learned a little bit of the language. Yeah. Uh, but wasn't really th thinking I'd go into real estate. Yep. Um, so grew up in LA, went to boarding school in the East Coast, and said I want out of the Northeast and ended up SMU. Uh, if you go to SMU on a nice day, uh, look at it. You're 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 gonna stay there, and you're gonna you're gonna go to college there. So yeah. went to SMU, uh, majored in real estate finance, even though still had no idea what I was going to do. <laughs> uh, I interned with a commercial real estate company realized I hated commercial real estate, um, yeah. which was back then unusual because that's what, uh, and, and back then I, it was more male industry dominated. Right. That's what, if you were in real estate and you were male, you went into commercial of some sort. And um, I just didn't like it. I didn't like being in an office. I didn't like- What uh, year was this? This was 2005. 2005. Um, I didn't like researching a market for someone else to do better, right? If I did a good job, the company made money, not me. Yeah. Um, and I realized that, I guess, quite early on. And so uh, I thought, you know what? In 2006, while I was still in university, I was like, I'm going to try out residential. And if some of my friends want to lease some places or buy a house, you know, yeah. I'll be their guy. And let's see what happens. There it is, man. <laughs> so you came in a market at an interesting time. 2006 was a great year. Seven things got a little rocky. Eight was a mess, man. How'd that look on the real estate side of the business? It, it was the biggest blessing in disguise. So <laughs> 2007 was my first year. Yep. Wow. And it was a rocket ship. We'll call it, <laughs> we'll call it not quite COVID, but if you could picture COVID, yeah. um, it was like that, really. Yeah, it was, it was, you know, you get buyers were buying, uh, you put a sign in the yard, you were selling. That's wanted to buy uh, lots, etc. And I got that wave and I, it was a rush and it was it was a lot of money for a 23 year old. Um, I remember exactly how much I made, $165,000. It was yeah. for a 23 year old yeah, in 2007. That's a, that's a great first I was job. at the nightclub. Yeah. Uh, that three might days have a, a million dollars. Three, three days a week, I was at the nightclub at my normal table and yeah. I was loving everybody life. Everybody knows I, your I, name, baby. Hey, you, were, you were buying drinks for everybody, right? Uh, everyone, you name it. I still, I still have free you drinks. You get a drink and you get a drink. And, uh, but I was 
was working hard. I I, yeah. I didn't I didn't you know per se you know party and not work hard. I worked yeah. hard. Yeah, you were but back I in the office life. the next yeah. morning. Yeah. Well, and I was creating relationships by going out. That's right. So and I was younger and I had that vibe and that energy, um, and so I was meeting people and and people who were you know wealthy individuals, lawyers, doctors, yeah, uh, yeah finance, and um, and it was fun. And uh, and then 08 hit. That's right. And, you know, what was great about 08 at the time, you have no idea, right? Yeah. And I really had, yep. per se, no money. So it didn't really, yes, I'd, I'd spent my money, but <laughs> it, it just, it fell out of the sky. You know, the, the market literally, uh, I remember Here today, I gone tomorrow. sold a property and someone said, how do you sell that? They were from California. It yeah. hit California months before. Right. And um, I did 08, I did only leases. And okay. I think I made 22,000 and I might be nice. It might've yeah. been like 18. So, so that's where I went. Exactly. Yeah. It's a rough year. Um, but I survived, yeah. and and then I, you know, I think anyone who's been in the business for that period of time, you just built back up, right? And you built back up with everyone. You built back up with the builders, yeah, with the inspectors, That's with it. the appraisers, yeah, across the board. Well, you the fall down, companies. you get back up hard, yeah, right. And you learn, ready I, to fight. You learn. I learned. I knew nothing. I look back, and my first deal in 07, I was negotiating repairs after the option period, <laughs> and the other agent was doing the same. So we both do nothing. <laughs> yeah. uh, just uh, flying by the seat of your pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, um, you know, 07 was an anomaly. 08 was real world. 09, yep. 10, 11, and then you got what you know what we call the compounding effect. Right. Right. And that compounding effect is you know. Two million to four million, four million to eight million, eight yeah. million to sixteen, sixteen to thirty-two, thirty-six, and then eventually, you know, there's there's no uh, limit in this business. So that's right. Uh, I've been fortunate to see that. That's a beautiful thing, man. Yeah, that's Sorry. fantastic. Yeah. So when did you see that really start to pop off, great? And what what got you there, right? Because again, like you said, the market fell, things got different. You slipped down to twenty-three k. All of a sudden, you're making massive money. But how that all of a sudden happen? Was it like this, or did it take you some time? And how'd you make it? No, I, and I look back at it as for fun. Uh, I kept track of all my sales, yeah. the houses, the volume each year. It, it went from you know twenty three to thirty five, thirty five to forty eight, forty eight to sixty five, and then all of a sudden you know you know it went to sixty five to one hundred twenty, yeah. then went one twenty to two forty, and then all of a sudden you had your two forty to seven hundred, seven hundred, and it's knowledge, right? It it's confidence. It's the being able to speak the language. It's building your network. It's it's all the things that you probably read about. That's right. And buy into and then working, right? Um, yep. You don't get lucky. You just keep doing things over and over and That's over right. again. And then all of a sudden the results start happening. As long as you're doing the right things. Absolutely. As long as you're doing the right things. Because if you do the same thing over and over again, you get nowhere, right? But if you see something that's working and you just continue to put your energy and effort into that and you repeat, rinse, and recycle, that's how things grow. Most people fall down and they stay down. You fell down, you got back up with a vengeance. Yeah, I mean, I love and embrace, you know, the grind, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, a chip on your shoulder. I was 24 in yeah. residential as a male, right? Um, you know, the joke was on me, right? And I wasn't insecure about it by any means, but I wanted to prove myself, right? Yeah. Um, and I was excited by the investment side of real estate. I loved mm. the idea of uh, developing and, and I worked with builders and I saw builders right. making money again. Yeah. It took time. Yeah. Uh, you know, they didn't get comfortable again until really 2012, yeah. right? Yeah, no, you're uh, right. But I grew that's, with builders. Exactly right. I grew my business with builders and they grew their business with me. That's and that's fun. It's exciting. It's repeat business. And, you know, I, I just bought into that. And the funny thing is, you know, I was talking to Clint earlier about it. You, you can't do something really knowing it's going to, you do it because it's going to create business. You do it because yeah. you love it. You do. And then it creates the business. And that's in anything you do, right? Yeah. And right. so 
I was just living my life. Yeah. And I had relatively low overhead, no family, no kids. Absolutely. Uh, and, and then it, it becomes easy. Like, as you yeah. wake up every day and it's exciting and it's opportunistic. It's a passion. What happens today and who yeah. do I meet and what deal does it get done? And then someone calls you at 7 p.m. at night and says, I want to list it. And you can go to the office at 9 p.m. Yeah. and get the listing agreement done. Or, you know, I joke with young, I say younger generation, like right. I'm not old, but... I used to have to run to the office to scan stuff. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> right, right. If I wanted now to respond to a contract, yeah. I had to go and run to the offices. That's right. No such thing as DocuSign yeah. or Zip. The Zip forms was kind of, it you know, shaky. yeah, it we were hand and paper for a lot of things. Right. We were. People only felt comfortable with hand and paper. Yeah. So you'd run over to the houses to sign stuff. And I'm always a time is of the essence. That's always it. to this day, still time is the essence. So As it should something be. happens, you get a cold list house, I'm at your house the next hour. Yeah. You want to put an offer, let's do it today. And so again, it's it's there's no secret to this business. You can read about it all day right. you want. Hard work and knowledge is not a secret. That's it. It is not a secret. That's it, man. Yeah. Well, well you're a moneymaker, you know? You're a moneymaker. Well, hang on. And, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I want to talk a little no, bit you about go. Uh, you said something. You started real estate in 23. I mean, I, I, I go back a little bit, and you know, real estate it was always uh, an older generation, you know, average age. I, I don't know what that is, but it definitely 50s. is not 23. 50s. Um, how does a 23-year-old have the confidence to go in there and negotiate the largest purchase of someone's life? How do you look at someone and have confidence that they trust you, that you know you're, what you're doing to offer that? Give our audience some of that because that's what they want to know. There's a lot of millennials and Gen X that are out there going, how do I get successful? How how do I start real estate? That's honestly, it's an incredible question and a great question. I don't think it's ever been asked to me. And the the first thought is support, right? So I had a GM at Alibeth who supported me because you don't know what you don't know. Right. And guess what? I had never filled out a contract. Right. Um, And the first deal I did, you won't believe this, and this was in 2000. seven mm-hmm. was an $8.5 million offer. And uh, someone referred them to me out of college. They were a very wealthy, uh, well-known person in Dallas who owns uh, big car dealerships here. Mm-hmm. And he had uh, got engaged and they were buying a house for themselves. And it was an $8.5 million house on Gillen. And we went under contract and I didn't really know what I was doing, but I had support from my yeah. GM. And the at, back then, option periods ended at 12 midnight, not yeah. 5 p.m. And at 11 p.m., they canceled the contract. And and he, I said, why? And he said, my wife doesn't think it's a nice enough house for me to live in. <laughs> and I was counting my $200,000. Yeah, 100%. You already spent it. And you're buying it. It's gone. I, I was at the club. I, just, <laughs> I, I, I put the hold on the bottle. But, you know, <laughs> and at the time, you know, you're you're like, what happened? How could that be? No, I, it didn't get me down. I was like, yeah. we'll buy something else. Guess yeah, what? Yeah. We never bought anything else. Wow. He never bought anything else. He looked and looked and looked. But it taught me, first of all, and it's not answering your question, was first of all, a deal is never done until the money's in the bank, ever until the money's in the bank. Good lesson. That's right. That is Number two is there was no per se confidence. I was confident that there were people around me to support me and that what I'd filled out was right. Right. And the truth is, that's why I say what you don't know, you don't know. When you're starting off, you should ask a hundred questions. No question about it. There's nothing that gets more real than filling out a contract with a blank and saying, I don't know, does not work. Yeah. Does not work. You should know every little detail in that contract. That's right. On On secondary to that, when someone gives you a contract, even today, and there's one mistake on it, you've got to go look through the entire contract. 
Because if you're willing to make or not fill in one little thing, what else have you missed? And I always tell whoever I work with or if my assistant does something or if I do it, fix any one mistake. Because even just crossing it out and realizing, no, go and redo the whole thing. Because if you think that it, one mistake could be made, another make a mistake. That's right. That's not to say mistakes don't happen. They happen every day and it's absolutely fine. Sure. But what we do isn't rocket science, so let's yeah. make sure that we get it right. Well, your consumer needs to have the confidence that you know what you're doing, yeah. right? And when you fill out that form, that's, that's that's just one place for you to show them, hey, look, I'm a professional. I understand where I'm at. But you did answer his question. You may not have thought you did. You did answer his question because you said it was about finding the right place, right? You found the right place in Alley, right? Yes. And at the end of the day, their leadership team is what paved the way for you right. to find that, that, that confidence that you, you already have, right? But that confidence in... I know how to support the people that I'm serving, right? 100%. And look, there's two other things to it. First of all, you are dealing with luxury, right? Yes. And high luxury. There's two ways to handle it, and it's almost a balancing act. One is you're in the service industry. So you need to make that person and that that client feel like the most important person in the world and the most important deal. At the other point, you cannot be in awe. You have to be confident that this is not above you, that you're not that you can't handle it and that you're in control. They are hiring you because you are the expert and you're supposed to know how to get the deal done. That's your job. So you better That's prove it. it to them real quickly. Otherwise, there's someone else who's going to. Yeah. Hey, so so I want to talk about this specifically. So when you were talking about, um, you know, at 23, 24 years old and you were um, out networking and, and building up your, your sphere of influence, per se, talk about some of the specific things that you used to do where, uh, you you were able to develop the relationships that you have now because I know obviously you've been in the business long enough now where a majority of all your business is all referral based but talk about like someone that's new and they're like okay what what are the right activities that I need to do right. so that I can try to be an Alex Perry yeah absolutely so so activity wise I, I I would say you do what you love yeah. right so I loved working out now be it be intentional working out so I was going to Equinox or Lifetime. Mm-hmm. Right, that's a that's a nicer gym than per se. Right, gold you know, gym, gold yeah. gym or LA Fitness or whatever, and that's nothing against that. Right, but I love doing that. Well, I was meeting people there, people mm-hmm. that were asking you what I did, people who may have liked me and said, "How do I work with this person?" Because I want to spend time with them outside that's the gym. Right. Um, I was going to dinners. When I was going to dinners, we were going to Nick and Sam's. We yeah. were going to Bob's. Now. I like steak. It wasn't because I was like, man, I want to try and get dis- business by going to Nick and Sam's or Bob's. Sure. No, I was living my life. That's right. And organically, the business was coming from living my life. I was involved in charities, not charities because I wanted the business. Right. Charities because You're doing my right real estate thing. group said, hey, you know, let's do this white party. It's a young, under 30 party where right. everyone wears white. Done. Game on. Let's, you know, let's. So it's just you organically do what makes sense. Now, this is where you have to be honest with yourself. If you are not a salesman, this is not the business for you. So you can do all those things. And if you're not a salesman, go do something else. Yeah, if you're a wallflower, it's not going to work out so well. (laughs) And I get this all the time. I love real estate. Great. Yeah. You know, like I love cars. I'm not selling cars. (laughs) I love watches. I'm not selling watches, right? Like, you know, like I didn't happen to love real estate. I didn't wake up and say, I love residential homes. Yeah. I fell into a business. I'm good at sales. You love that. And it worked exactly. So you're a people people person. Exactly. So, and, and, uh, so you, you're, 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 um, willing to get outside of your comfort zone 
and walk up to people and introduce yourself. No, and I think then, it is his comfort zone. That's well, the difference. True, right? true. He's, he's willing to step into his comfort zone, right. and that's where it works. But I'm, I'm going to steal this from you real quick. So he's given two great tips, and I think this is important. Number one, get into real estate for the right reasons, right? Get it, and, and not because you love it, like he said, but because you know that you have something that's that's passionate to you, and you can speak to people. You can bring people together because that's what they need. They need somebody that they trust that you could bring together that can actually get you uh, uh, your, your attention, right? Number two, pair yourself up with the right agency, right? Decide who your, your your community is. Who do you want to serve, right? First off, can I serve the community? Do I have the voice? Secondly, who do I want to serve and find the right agency that's going to help you serve that community, right? When I meet with an agent, I, I got to be careful, but I'll take a lot of meetings. And the reason I'll take a meeting is because someone gave me a chance, like I just said. So, you know, I, I never not want, you know, you got to be cognizant of your time, but I will, or at least pick up the phone or tell you, first thing I say to someone is, Go to an office where you are going to succeed. And what That's do I right. mean by that? Where are you, not where do you want to sell real estate? Where is your sphere? Okay, so yeah. take where your sphere is, then go to the, the best office of that sphere, right? That's right. And go and say, team me up with someone. I'll say yes to anything. I don't care. Tell me anything. Oh, I'll man. go pick up your laundry, your prescriptions, your groceries, but teach me everything. Say That's yes it. to everything in the area where your sphere is. You will learn. You'll get knowledge of that area. You can grow from there. You can grow to any other office you want in, right. the, in the Metroplex from there. But you have to learn from where your business is. I had a guy who came and worked on my team. Hardworking, awesome guy, good at sales. We're in the Park Cities. His whole sphere was Lakewood. And he worked his ass off for two years. No business. Mm. And he said, I'm leaving. And I was like, I get it. And he went to this Lakewood office crushed it Killing and it. all i learned and i learned so much from that yeah you have to be where your business with your is. people doesn't matter your if you're good at sales doesn't matter if you're right. That's you right. have to be with your people well you said two more things guys i mean you're full of knowledge and sometimes when you slow it down and take it back you said listen to the peers learn from the peers ask the right questions right but i think there's another one you didn't say it but you do it take action right because it doesn't matter how much you consume if you don't take action with it and move forward with it in your business, you're never going to find the success. You're an action guy, right? We got started. He's like, let's turn the cameras on. Let's go. I got to get out of here, right? If that's who you are, right, you're going to do great in this business. You're going to kill it, right? But it also takes hard work, dedication, finding the right people. So I love it, brother. I yeah, it, you know, then you'll get some momentum and you. it's almost like you said, your time's your most valuable asset. So you can make deals hard and you can make them easy, yeah. right? There's a real estate deal is a set of problems. It is. Solve them, get on to the next, right? Yeah. And, and sometimes people complicate that, but make it simple, ask questions, work with the other agent. You're not against the other agent. No. You're working as a it's team. It's a team, baby. You two do it right. You're easy, on to the next. That's right. High five and let's let's get the next one done, right? 100%. Um, that's what you're buying. And then everything's a team from the the appraisals, the lenders, the inspections, the title company, you name it, it's a team business. Everyone says, congratulations. It, I, I would love to take... <laughs> some of some of the credit and i will i work sure. hard and i know my business you need another agent nine times out of ten you do you need appraisers you need inspectors you need all of it creates the transaction they're your the real estate end. success partners yeah, by yeah, the way yeah. you just named the title of the that, that's where the title came from okay real estate success partners and it's named that way because without a great lender without a great realtor without a great title company without a great selling agent listing agent buying agent your business is nothing, right? You've got to work with the right partners because if you're not working with the right partners, people don't come back. In fact, they don't come back. And more importantly, they tell everybody else, stay the heck away, right? right. But when you're finding the right people, the right success partners, 
brother, your business can take off. It's, it, that's exactly what well, and you got. want their business to take off. That's it's, right. It's, it's a circle, right? That's the fun it of is. it. That's the that's where you get the highs. Once you've you're sold enough of real estate, you're like, how do the people that have helped me grow grow as well? That's, that's it. The hey, Alex. You know, our audience always wants to know because we have a lot of real estate people. You know, everybody wants to break into the luxury listing. Can you tell our audience the difference between a million dollar listing? And a five hundred thousand dollar listing, or what's a multi billion dollar. Yeah, listing? yeah. I mean, everybody's always curious. You know, is do I have to be a certain different person? Am I approaching a different way? What is yeah. your experience? Let, let's say, let's even go five million yeah. to to one million, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I would look at luxury real estate now, and where I do business is over five million, and that's not oh, yeah. to say that a three million dollar house is not a luxury. Real, I'm talking about. You know, where the market's gone, Highland Park, University Park, other oh, yeah. Preston just, Hollow, absolutely. We, we've already said it, but it's it's a networking connection knowledge business, right? Yeah. So when you talk these numbers, you're not talking key boxes, yeah. right? You're talking meeting showings. Mm -hmm. You're not you're you're not just educating the buyer. You may be educating the other agent. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Absolutely. If they haven't sold in that area, they may have sold in that area, but not known what sold on that block, yeah. the street next to it, the street down from it. They not you're educating them from lot prices to uh, to cost to replicate to you name it, what off-market comps, uh, scarcity, I mean, across the board, that's your sales technique. So number one is it's it's the person-to-person -person inter interaction, especially with people moving um, here. I grew up right. in California. So if someone's moving from California, I can connect with them in the first six seconds I meet 100%. I understand what you're looking for, where you want to be, and also get them warm and comfortable with moving to Dallas. Hey, that's I right. did this too, guess what? You're gonna love life. Yeah. <laughs> right, like, and I truly Here's believe it. all the right it. people, all the right places. You guys are, right you have, you're in for the biggest surprise yeah. and treat of your life. You're gonna wish you'd done this earlier, you know. Um, and I'm not trying to take away the client. I'm just acting naturally and telling the truth and making them feel it. comfortable. That's it. Um, so it's more, it's more, uh, you know, interaction. Mm -hmm. And then once you get to, it doesn't matter if it's five hundred thousand, five million, fifteen million. You're dealing with people's egos and the way they like to communicate. And you need to understand when you need to take charge, when you need to sit back, et cetera. And that's the most important, even on the luxury of luxury. And it doesn't matter the higher you get, you might say, oh, you take a seat back more. No, not necessarily. Yeah. I'm some of the, one of the biggest transactions I've ever done, I said, if you don't buy this property, you're gonna regret it forever, every day. It's one of one. They bought it and they could have made almost double what they paid for it in five years. And that's just knowing and being confident how you deliver the information. So it goes back to delivering information to your client. Yeah. Right, like they, you, they most of the time when you get into well, this luxury of luxury, they're the best. They're one of the best of what they do. That's right. So you've got to make them think that you know what you hired me for a reason. Well, I know what I'm talking about. You give another pro tip because you said <laughs> not only do I need to know my people, but I need to know my market, right? Because again, because of the fact that you know the area that you serve, you know the homes that sold, you know the 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 price of the watch, you know the price of the homes, you you know who bought what and who bought what where. When you're directing traffic, you're directing these people into the home that they truly want and they have that confidence because you have the background. You know the people, you know the area, you know what your market is. And that's 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 a big part of what you're doing here. Well, we were talking about education and you know, most of the time we're talking about realtors are educating clients. But I think in this regard, uh, and you pointed out, at, at the luxury level, you have to be more educated than anyone else so that you can, so, yeah. so that you can, exude the confidence that you are the true expert. And so when someone hires you, they're like, yeah, I'm gonna listen to everything this guy says. He's all about, he knows exactly what he's talking 100%. about. And I have, the, I have the facts to back it up. That's I have right. the comps to back it up. I have the knowledge to back it up. And if you aren't from here, you have no clue. You and have no clue. So let's, so let's talk about this because I wanna put things into perspective. And you and I had this discussion um, 
uh, prior to coming on air. Um, you had one of your biggest months, I think, is that right, in July? That's right. Share with the audience what, what kind of numbers we're talking about and what makes you, you know, the expert uh, in your area. Uh, sure. I sold, in July, $69 million personally uh, of real estate, uh, six transactions over $10 million, another uh, three over $7 million. Uh, so 10 transactions over 7 million in the last, I mean, some of those were May, June, July, but in the last 60 days, over 100 million and sold it in, in real estate. So, and some more in the pipeline. Killer. Uh, yeah, you know, it's fortunate. I'm, I'm, I have extreme gratitude. It's a team. I'm, I'm proud of it. I want to do more. 100%. Um, you know, I, 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 I was able to do it by being efficient. Yeah. Um, you know, when people tell me what they're looking for, I'm not showing them 30, 40, 50 properties. I'm You're showing them one, the right two, property. the right property. Yeah. And when I show it to them and I know it's a good deal, you need to buy this. They don't have time to look at 30 properties. No. These are the elite. And when they when they go out there and they look, they need to know you're going to lead them to the home that they want. You're listening to what they're looking for. You know the market so well. You're leading them right to that one house, maybe two or three, and and they don't have to think. This is their home. Yeah, and what I'll do is I'll drive them around for maybe an hour or two, yeah. educating them so that when I tell mm. them, hey, this is it, they know a lot of times in this luxury market, there aren't 20 homes to look at or 10, Yeah. but there has been that sold. And so what you're doing is educating so that when they see it, you're like, look, that's sold for that number. So if I can get you this for this number, we need to jump on this. And and that's just them feeling comfortable because I can tell them all day they all they want. I can show them spreadsheets. I can show them comps. They need to know deep down too. This is a good deal. So the luxury listing, you're taking the time to get them out there. You're driving them around and showing them what's showcased in that area and at what price point. You're making sure they understand what the market is there too. Because again, a lot of these people are coming from another part of the country and you're saying, hey, this is why you want to live here, right? And for what you're telling me you love, these are the right areas, right? And this is what's selling here so that when you show them that house, they know when they walk through the door, this is this is the one. Alex led 100%. me to the to the one. Yeah. 100%. And you're not wasting their time because when you take them to the house, it is the right one. Well, yeah, their time's valuable. That's it. Like, and they're gonna ask you, what should we offer? And that you have five to ten seconds if you're gonna get a deal done or not. Yeah. Your answer is going to dictate that. If you start too low, good luck. If you say and look, there's sometimes prices aren't houses aren't priced right. Give them yep. what you feel. Yeah. And every house you walk in, I see this all the time. Agents walk into a house with a client, they're raving about it. Not every house is great. That's right. There, I would say more than half the homes you should walk right out the front door. Yeah. And if you do that with your client, they'll respect you. Yeah, what do you think? Right. I'm not letting you buy this house. No chance. This is an insult. This, yeah. this is not yeah. a resellable house, or this is a bad deal. You're I'm not saying at the right price is not, but at this price, a waste of our time. Let's yeah. go buy something that makes sense. They will respect you. They will. Boom. There you go, guys. I mean, that's that's such valuable knowledge. So let me ask you one more question. And, and I know we're getting close to wrap up time. I know yeah. you've got to go. Uh, but uh, uh, we talk on elite luxury homes. Is there financing involved here? Or are they all dropping cash? No, it, that's a really good question. And, and even, funny enough, the contract took care of it. So many people yeah. were writing cash offers right. and then financing it. They changed the contract, right? Mm -hmm. And justifiably so, because people were taking them on the basis that there wasn't going to be appraisals or other you know, things that came up. And even if you closed it, they were basing the offer off cash. Yeah. Most people in this market 
at this luxury level can make more money than current interest rates, right? So if interest rates are at eight, eight and a half, seven, right. six, doesn't matter. In their business, they can make more than 8%, especially at this luxury level. So they're financing it. They're getting notes. They realize that interest rates more than likely are going to come down, even if it's not in a year or maybe two years, three years, exactly. and they'll refi out at that point. But no, they're, I'm talking of the wealthiest of the wealthy people in the world are financing their properties. They might do 50-50 LTV. Exactly. They might do 80-20. doesn't matter. You're coming from California. That's right. This is a math equation yeah. when, you talk about, <laughs> yeah. when you talk about taxes. 100%. So they might say, I'm financing as much as I can because yeah. at the end of the day, it's this cheap is money. Just, this is just a number. It's cheap I'm money, and I'm going to make it back in my business. Right? 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So... Uh, you know, you know, I'll say last, the, you know, if, if my time's running up and, and something I'll hit on is the market went up so rapidly for people that have been in this business a long time, you had to get over the fact of where prices were. That's right. Uh, we all had to do it. I, I had to do it. Yeah. I mean, it was hard in 2021, 22. The market tells you what things are worth, right? And also at the end of the day, it's called a willing buyer and a willing seller. And I stopped, especially in the luxury, saying you won't get this price. That's right. If you want it and you think the value is there, buy it. And I also think we're going to wish we bought everything in this city in the next 10 years. Mm -hmm. So unless you're being stupid right now and you love a property, go buy it. Go buy it. I'm pretty yeah. sure in time you'll be glad you bought that property. We, we talk about this all the time because the price of, of, of no action is 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 100% is loss, right? You know, if you see what you want and you know that you want it, the rate the rates come and go. The property doesn't. The property's gonna go. So you gotta jump on it when you see it. You gotta take it. You gotta take action on it. And then when the time is right, you either sell it or you refinance it. You're gonna make your money back. So at the end of the day, you got a lot of people that are on the fence and they're going, "Hey, look, these rates are high." No, they're not. No, they're not. There's there's a lot of places where people with big money understand these rates are just rates. They'll come down, but I can make more money elsewhere. So buy the house that you want, refinance it when the time comes, right? Um, and at the end of the day, you're going to be happy that you did because you're out of the house that you don't love or you own the property that you wanted to own. And and lastly, and even though I just said lastly, is like you are not supposed to be emotional as an agent. Your client can be emotional. They're right. buying a residential property. It is emotional. You're not supposed to be. Yeah. So don't get emotional. If a price is if a property is priced where it should sell, tell them that. And if it doesn't trade for that, it goes for over, you'll find the next deal. Yeah. There's always opportunities. It should work out how it should. Do not get emotional. Keep moving forward. It's all about positivity, momentum. It's momentum business about positivity. It. It's about energy. You bring that in yeah. every day to work. I guarantee you, you're going to do well in this business. That's it, man. Brother, I got to tell you, there is no question in my mind why you're having tremendous success. You know, at the end of the day, you're a true professional, right? And you know the market, you know the people you serve, you know it better than anybody else. And that's why you're doing such great things out there, man. And, and dude, I, I love it, dude. I love it. I love meeting people like you. And, and so does our audience, right? Because these people, they tune in because they want to hear, how can I have great success? Some of our people that are falling, they're not having success, right? And, and it's not whether it's in a luxury market or whether it's in a standard market. At the end of the day, the key thing that you're bringing to the table is action. Yeah. It's action. Hey, I want to, I want to point one thing out too. So, you know, we talk about this on some of our other podcasts is like, be accessible and always answer your phone. Yeah. Right? You would think Alex Perry with all the success that he has, he'd have an answering service or Google Assist or something. Every single time I've called him, he's answered the phone. Yeah. Every single time. Well, and you said at the beginning, before we got started, if you get a call at 7 o'clock, you're springing to action. You're getting out there, and you're shaking hands. Yeah. Yeah. So that's 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 
that's the secret sauce right there. Be available, answer the phone, and uh, make it happen. Take action. There it is. Right? Time is of the essence. Time is of the essence. Baby, I love it. Let's go. <laughs> I love it. Well, hey, Alex, uh, you know, again, I know you've got some uh, you got some money to make, brother. So, uh, up right away, right we're, now. Yeah. We're not going to keep you here all day. Um, if the people out there want to find you, uh, what's the best way to get in front of Alex Perry? Uh, for sure. So, at Dallas Address uh, is our Instagram. And then uh, my email is alex.perry at alibeth.com. Uh, I'm available to a fault, but, um, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, this is a team effort. There's enough to go around, and anyone in the business I hope to do a deal with. So it's, man, let's do it. Man. Well, guys, if you're out there in that luxury market and you're looking for the right guy, the one that's going to lead you to that property and not waste your time, I definitely promise you, you contact Alex, you're getting what you need, right? Uh, Clint Ritchie, brother. Yes, uh, sir. Anything uh, you'd like to throw in there before we wrap up today? Man, hey, I just want to, like I said, I want to give a uh, appreciation for Alex for, like I said, always answering the phone, always being available, and more importantly, being polite and cordial and professional every single time we talked on the phone, man. Appreciate that. That's part of, that's part of what makes you uh, successful, man. So, uh, And then, you know, anybody out there that needs to get pre-qualified so that we can have Alex find you a home, you can always reach me at uh, richiemortgageteam.com or uh, my cell phone is 972-679-1028, and I'm available 24-7. And you guys will be glad you do. I've known Clint for a long time. He takes great care of his consumers, and you're going to get amazing service. So, uh, Clint, thanks for coming out here today as well. Uh, David, anything else you want to say before we tie up? No, I'm good. Uh, thanks for being on the show, Alex. Appreciate yeah. you all. Thank Absolutely, you. man. Great. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, guys. we're your real estate success partners. I'm Devin Abu. I'm David Wynn. And we're uh, available to find on Spotify, Instagram, iTunes, iHeartRadio. We're on all your major listening platforms. If you want to catch the video side of this, and I think you probably do, move on over to YouTube. And uh, we'd love it if you subscribe. We absolutely appreciate those five-star reviews. Until the next time, we'll see you then. Bye, guys.